0: You're listening to Aubrey C.D. Speaks, where truth is spoken for your freedom. Hello and thank you for listening to Aubrey C.D. Speaks. Um, I know there's been a bit of a break between this episode and the last episode. Um, I've had holidays to um, focus on and... I um, have a crocheting business, and so it's Revive Textiles. If you want to look at what I do, you can check it out on Instagram. And um, I had some orders, and so instead of spending my nights uh, recording episodes, I have spent my evenings, my late nights, crocheting. So, um, so yeah, there was a bit of a break and oddly enough, my youngest child is taking a nap, which he almost never does. And my other children are quietly pursuing other things. And so I thought, "Mm, I think I'll go ahead and try recording here in the afternoon. So here we are. Recording and honestly, I just wanted to get on and touch base with everyone as well as really and truly to encourage this. And, and I think this is very important. And y- you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, that I have uh, often talked about revival and I have often talked about how my church has been in revival since 2016. I have talked to you about what has happened in revival, um, what revival has looked like, um, what happens in your life because of revival, um, what happens in church because of revival, all kinds of things. And so you know that a lot of my focus is on Revival. And I've talked about, you know, why I even started this podcast was because of Revival. It was through Revival that this podcast came alive. So, of course, I mean, naturally, Revival will be my main focus, even if the title isn't, you know, it, it doesn't have Revival in the title. It, it's still more or less uh, about Revival. Um, so, you know, that's my focus. And while I'm going to touch base with you and talk to you again about revival, um, more or less, and what, what I'm going to talk about in this episode is uh, I think I've only done this one other time, but, and I, I've, I've said this a few times, I've invited you to my church, Deliverance Bible Church, um, quite a few times in my episodes, but not really, had it as the focus of the episode. But I want to do that again, because I really want to emphasize what's going on at Deliverance Bible Church, why I'm inviting you to Deliverance Bible Church in Hearst, Texas, and um, honestly, what you can get out of it, how your life can be changed, and why, why I'm inviting you. Why is that so important? And the reason why it's so important, and I'll just start with this, is because in 2016, and it, it honestly it, it trickled, it started here and there at the beginning of the year. Um and um but there was a real hard pursuit for a revival. A lot was going on at my church between 2014 and 2016. Uh lot. Um, I've told you about how my husband and I knew revival was coming and we decided to go back from California back to Texas, um, because of it. And, um, we didn't really know what we were going to be seeing. Um, my husband, you know, didn't grow up in church, so he didn't see moves of God ever happening. I did grow up in church. I grew up more or less in the charismatic settings, um, uh, Pentecostal settings. And, um, and so I've seen moves of God, um, but not necessarily revival. Uh, I've seen Holy Spirit move in a church. Um, I've had people prophetically speak over my life. Um, but at the same time, I've seen... Um, some really ugly sides of um, of the American church, and I I'm specifically talking about the American church because that's what I know, okay, especially the Bible Belt. <laughs> um, and so I've seen the good the good parts and the bad parts, and uh, but I've never actually been in revival. Um, I've heard about revival. Uh, I'd even been heard about. Uh, certain revivals that were happening in the 90s that um, I knew some people were really in my church were really interested in. And other people said, stay away, Uh, especially because there was joy and laughter. And uh, I grew up in a setting where that's only supposed to happen sometimes with certain people and nobody else. And from then on, it's just supposed to be kind of serious. So um um we really didn't know what we were getting into <laughs> going back to Texas um telling a revival everybody, everybody that we know uh that revival was coming and we believed it and also telling them that we were coming back because we were so broken and there was actually scripture that we were holding on to about our um our bodies being out of joint needing to be put back together. You know, we, we needed, we needed a touch from God. We were pretty thirsty and hungry for, for more of God. And and we needed, we needed answers from him. There was a lot going on. Uh, and, and, and so we needed, we needed God in a big powerful, uh, way. Um, and so, um, if you can hear my, one of my kids, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Um, he, um, uh, uh, our family's just loud <laughs> and he's loud. So, uh, but anyway, um, and so, you know, I, I've talked to you about you guys about all of this and, uh, our pastors that year also went, I mean, they had all kinds of stuff going on and all kinds of lies being spread, all kinds of lies being spread to their friends who were in ministries, who were pastors, um, who knew them. Um, and people were uh, messaging these ministries and these pastors and saying all kinds of lies about what was going on at the church. And what was going on with the pastors. And it, it was just nasty, dirty, horrible, <laughs> rough couple of years. And 2016 was uh, no different. And so our pastors went to churches that had been, that God had moved. Revivals had happened, you know, especially during the 90s that they knew about. And... Um, um, and I visited them and had just, you know, honestly, they just drew from, you know, those those wells that were um, pouring out in those places and uh, resting and being built up and filled um, before coming back to Hearst, Texas and with the decision of what they were going to do, how they were going to pursue the next season the next chapter of Deliverance Bible Church and what came back with them and honestly uh, I know we weren't the only couples that were really praying and seeking the Lord and so there was just this need for more of God and willing a willingness to have him in whatever format (laughs) Uh, he wanted to show himself um, and um with them coming back refreshed and people needing God in a powerful way, um, it just came together in an explosion of an an infilling of joy um, and uh a healing. You know, Proverbs talks about how laughter is good like a medicine. And it's very true. Very, very true. Laughter is good like medicine. And laughter just. laughter builds up inside of you. And especially if laughter is coming. You know, joy is coming from the Lord. It 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 heals um, places that have been um, just deeply uh, uh, messed up. You know, it removes things. It's it. There's a joy that even heals in many ways. It heals the body. It invigorates the mind. It um it builds up the spirit, man. It it heals the heart. So laughter. The laughter that we were receiving, honestly, with all that was going on, didn't make any sense. But it was mending things. It was mending marriages. It was mending lives. It was removing suicide, suicidal thoughts, depression. Um, It was changing people from the inside out. And what you saw on the outside um, may not have necessarily been what was being felt on the inside, um, but it was doing a work. Um, and and so um, the joy that began, the joy that started was huge. It was monumental. And... I know that some people that saw it, you know, may have thought, you know, especially if they weren't there when it started. I mean, I could, I think I'm pretty sure that it all started with this one day that we were all sitting there and, um, and our pastor was trying to read from Isaiah one one. And all he could get out was the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And I, I can't even explain it myself. But there was this, the presence of, well, I can't explain it. The presence of God was there. in in a way that I had only felt a few times in my life uh, as a believer in Christ. Uh, one being when I got born again, the presence of God filled the room um, and it was like, it was like oil, um, you know, how when you're feeling a, a jar or something with like olive oil, you know, the good, the good olive oil and how it just thick and it, and it, and it um, covers the the glass where it's touching and, and it and it stays there it lingers there it was like that um when he was trying to read Isaiah 61 1 and all he could say was the spirit of the Lord God was upon me and and you could see Holy Spirit powerfully moving on him while it was moving on us and I remember I started laughing and thinking, why on earth am I laughing? Because the presence of God was so thick that um, you would think that uh, I'd be on the floor on my face repenting or something. But it it wasn't that reaction at all. It was like, it, it was like... It was like the oil was filling in the cracks and the crevices and the broken places and, 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 and then something was setting it on fire. And it was, <laughs> it was so much pleasure and joy in feeling the presence of God in that way. So much pleasure in having him in the room after, after years of, um, of not feeling him, wanting him in that room, and not feeling him. And I'm not saying that there weren't times the Holy Spirit showed up, but not in that way. Not in that way. <laughs> um, and it was such a pleasure to, to experience his presence, that all that came out was some <laughs> laughter. And I wanted to cry, but all that came out was laughter. And I mean, even thinking about it now, I'm, I'm tearing up. You could probably hear it in my voice. Just the, pre- the pleasure of his presence. And that's how it began. At least for me, that's how it began was this joy and feeling him and knowing he was there and he was lingering. And then here and there, throughout the weeks that followed, he would show up like that again. And, and he would linger. And even my pastor couldn't even get words out. His, the Spirit of God was so heavy and thick. But um um when when there was finally a face-to-face encounter and that was in September of 2016 that face in, that face-to-face encounter whew, it, there was finally a decision to be made Uh, quite honestly. I know it was for me. I know it was for some other people too. There was finally a decision that needed to be made. Are you here? I mean, he asked, you know, do you want this? Do you, do you really want this? I was on my face, people. I had just had a kid two weeks before. I was on my face. And I remember him asking me, you know, do you, do you want this? Do you want this? And all that it means every little bit of what it means, even if it means you don't know what that means. (laughs) Do you want this? Are you going to trust me with this? And I remember telling him, yes. I remember telling him, I, I can't, I can't do life without him now that I've experienced this you know his presence in such a way a raw such a raw I was like man this is this had to have been what Moses felt in that moment when when God put him in the crevice of the rock and and put his hand over him as he walked past so that Moses only saw his back and he couldn't see his face you know but still that raw presence that when Moses was up there Um, being ministered to by God and came down and his face was glowing and the people were frightened. Uh, This is, this had to have been what it was like. And I, I remember thinking, I don't ever want this to stop and it doesn't matter what it means, what the cost is. I don't care what the cost is. And, and that moment is what changed everything. And, and I know that was a long story to, to get to my point. But this is the point. The point that I'm making about revival and coming to visit. I'm not asking you to be a member of this church. I, I, I'm i inviting pastors, evangelists, apostles, you know, uh, 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 teachers. Um, I'm inviting everyone. I don't. You know, hey, you you work in the sound booth at your church. Cool. You do the the lyrics on the screen. Cool. Come, come, come visit. I'm not asking you to stay. I'm really not. You know, I'm really not asking for you to stay. And and if you can't come on Sundays and you can't come, our Sundays are not in the morning. Our Sunday uh, meetings with God are at two o'clock in the afternoon, Central Time. This is in Texas. Okay. And uh, you can't come then. And you, let's say you or a group of you would like would like to come. You know, let us know. You can let us know, and um, we'll have meetings during the week. None of us mind. Uh, this is that's how so extraordinary it is about revival. This is how revival has changed us. We would love to come <laughs> during the week. You know. Um, we, we would love to, we, we are happy to come anytime. So if you are like, I can only come certain weekdays at night, we're like, okay, let's do this for a week, you know, come get filled, you know, whatever. Um, any excuse to be in the presence of God in his house, you know, I, um, we, we love it. Um and it it doesn't take, you know, long, you know, we don't do the children's church and stuff. So our kids just come with us and you know, they sit there with us and they watch everybody just uh praising Jesus and worshiping God and, you know, they're they know they know what's going on. Some of them join us. Um but anyway, um I don't I don't I'm not asking to build up the membership at Deliverance Bible Church. And God told me that revival was coming and that big things were happening and that Deliverance Bible Church in Hearst, Texas would be the epicenter of revival. And the sign that I would have that DBC would be the epicenter of revival was that people from other ministries um, would be moving their ministries. He would tell them to come to Texas and that they would come and they would live in the vicinity of revival and 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 they would live around and it would it would start at Hearst and it would go it would it would make its way um there and within months um Robbie Dawkins moved to texas um i just I just waited, I just you know, I just kept my eye out. Todd White moved to Texas, uh Corey Russell moved to Texas um and that's just three, okay, um and they all have their ministries or live within the mid cities area. I'm just saying and and I took that into account, and I'm like, okay, Lord, you. You you are doing something big here, you know. And and they came saying, you know, I remember watching their videos. God's told us to move here. God's told me to uh, uh, start doing the things here that big things were going to happen here in Texas, and God was going to move mightily here. And I'm like, yeah, you ain't, you know, you know. I, I know you're hearing God because uh, that's what God told me too. And and it and the epicenters here at Deliverance Bible Church in Hearst, Texas. And uh, you know any of these people um, that I just mentioned? You know them personally? Go ahead and you can give them this recording and tell them, hey, come (laughs) to the epicenter and then go and take it to your church. Uh, That would be awesome because I'm telling you, this is the epicenter. Deliverance Bible Church and Hearst Center of Revival. This is raw. This is not just, you know, uh, this has been happening since 2016. God has been... His presence has been there. It's like he's living there. You know, this is his residence. You know, that kind of thing. Since 2016, he's been transforming lives. Completely transforming lives. And we love having people there. We love having new people there. And we love hearing about what God's doing in their lives after. You know, you come for one day, come for three weeks. Who knows? You know, how long? And, and just get filled. But the big thing about this and the big thing about this is, is when you're at that spot of yielding, when he asks you, do you want this? Okay, I'm gonna ask everyone, believers in Christ, that that have been seeking revival, there is nothing wrong about you know going where revival's going, but I'm gonna ask you this. Do you really want this? Do you really want what it takes to have this? Are you willing to, to, to pick up your cross on this? There's a cost. There's a bit of a cost. And it means yielding to, to him. And that's throwing away your, your, your doctrine, your ideas, your pride, um, everything. Everything. Everything for what God is doing. Everything for what he will do in your life. Absolutely everything. Nothing matters but him. And and looking to him and giving it all to him. And as my pastor, Lady Nicole, says, you know, uh, having the merry life. Just being at his feet. But yielding to him. And, And yielding can also has something to do with coming to visit another church and and getting filled with revival. And I know there's a lot of um, other ministries and pastors, God bless them, that say um, uh, you have revival right there inside of you. You have revival within you. You don't have to go to these other churches that say they're having revival in order to be ignited with revival. Okay, but historically people that have um, ended up been in, being in revival or have been the figures of beginning a revival have all had connections to previous revivals. And they weren't, they weren't all big revivals either, but they all had connections to previous revivals. Or people that had been in revivals prayed over them, and then they went to this other place and revival exploded. Exploded. And some of them became worldwide changing revivals. And some of them you hear about you know, here and there, and, and you're like, oh, well, maybe it really wasn't revival because it wasn't worldwide, and it didn't grow the church, and it didn't change the community, and it didn't do all of this stuff. Well, it was still revival. God was still moving. It was the connector. It was the bridge between this big worldwide revival and that big worldwide revival. And, you know, I know that, that in one way or another, this is a worldwide revival. This is an epicenter, of revival. What happens at Deliverance Bible Church is going to go out. Okay, I don't know if it's a bridge going from one worldwide revival to another worldwide revival, or if it is a worldwide revival. I don't know. I ha- Lord hasn't given me that answer. Maybe my pastor knows. I don't know. But for me, myself, I don't know. But what I know is this this is real. This is 100% the real enchilada. This is 100% the real deal. This is the real thing. This isn't fake cheese. This is real. This isn't, this isn't uh, chemically grown. This is organic. I mean, like, how um, you know, I'd be getting this at Whole Foods if, if it was, if it was a, a real raw organic fruit. You know what I mean? Like, this is it. That thing that you've been searching for, that revival that you've been searching for, this it, it's here. It's at a storefront church in Hearst, Texas. It doesn't have to be a mega church for it to be uh, for it to be it. As American Christians, we have to get that out of our minds. We have to get this, this ridiculous religious uh, uh, list out of our heads of it has to be A, B, C, and D. This is it. This is revival. And, and and I know there are a lot of people that are seeking revival or saying that they want revival at their churches. Pastors, you keep saying you want revivals at your churches. Let go of your pride and come and visit Deliverance Bible Church. Just do it. Just do it. You've got vacation time. I know you do. Just do it. You and I both know. Just do it. You know, my pastor's I'm just going to say this. My pastors were humble enough to say, I know what I need. I need a refreshing. I need a move of God in my life. I need to go and visit where the wells have not run dry, where revival has happened well, worldwide, well-known, and not so well-known, revivals have happened. And we know that they have happened here, and there's still the wells that are open, and there are, people are still being changed. Their lives are being filled with the presence of God. And, and we're going to go to those places, and we're going to get filled because we need a refreshing and a refilling. And they were willing to go to those places as pastors to glean from what God did there, and to bring it back to deliverance Bible church, and an explosion happened. God came into the room. So it's okay to say that you need this, and it's okay to say that you need to go here and and you need to glean from what the will that God has opened the well that sprung at Deliverance Bible Church. And, you know, if you've known my pastors and you knew about the rumors and stuff, that people that don't even go to that church anymore, and and a lot of them don't even serve the Lord anymore, I, I knew them. I knew a lot of them. You know, it's sad. But if you're going to believe a rumor instead of, finding out from the source, then I really question whether or not you are really friends with them. And I'd really question whether or not, you know, are you really going to listen to gossip? Or are you going to find out for yourself what's really going on? Personally, I would encourage you to find out for yourself what's really going on. It's okay to sit in a chair and to just be you and not Pastor So-and-so. But at the same time, we will honor you. I mean, you are a brother and sister in Christ. Come and get filled. Don't let your well run dry. And, and don't pursue something in the name of pursuing it. Like, get the real deal, dude. Get the real deal. And it's happening at Deliverance Bible Church. And I want to encourage you to come and be filled And have your life changed by what God is doing there. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with him. There's not a conference. It's not a conference. It's just every day, time there with God. And I encourage you to come and to be filled. And your lives be changed. Or, you know, get refreshed. Then take it back. Watch what God's going to do when, when, when you take it back. It's amazing. It'll be amazing. And that is this episode. Yield. When he's asking that question, what are you going to do about this? You know, revival, real, raw revival is happening at Deliverance Bible Church in Hearst, Texas. It's a storefront church. It's not anything elaborate. There's nothing elaborate about it. There's no smoke. You know, we haven't had a worship team up on the stage in a year, maybe a year and a half, something like that. But we okay. We're still worshiping God. Oh, man. I mean, God still moves without the music. It's amazing. God still moves without the programs. It's amazing. God still moves without the you know the list of schedule it's amazing come and get filled and not have to worry about schedules come and get filled and not have to worry about the plans come and get filled i mean just come and get filled what are you going to do with the knowledge that revival real raw revival is happening right 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 in your back door what are you going to do with this are you going to yield are you going to yield to what God is doing and go and visit and be filled? I hope to see you there. I really do hope to see you there. And if I, I do see some of, some of the faces I would recognize because y'all are on TV and Instagram and I follow you guys on social media, I will be thrilled to see y'all. I will be absolutely thrilled because it'll be an answered prayer, honestly. Answer prayer. And you know what? The Lord's told me, the Lord's told me that you guys are gonna come, you people are gonna come. So it's only a matter of time. I know, I know what the word of God. The word the Lord has told me this. He's given me a word on that. And I'm just waiting to see your faces. And until we have an episode again, all of you be blessed. <laughs>